beautiful. Welcome back to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. We are actually doing a little microsode today. One of those tiny little episodes that are microbites just for you to chew on. And today we are actually going back to the basics because we've had a lot of new listeners, new subscribers, and I want to go back to the basics of betrayal trauma and talk about how do you recognize if you're dealing with betrayal trauma and then how do you start to recover from it? So I'm going to give you some very basic information today. Some of you are going to be uh, new to this. It's going to open your eyes, kind of set the light bulb off, so to speak. And then some of you, it's going to be a refresher and you're going to say, oh yeah, that's right. That's why I'm going through that. And it's going to help you move past some of the stuck moments that you are currently in. But before we get there, I've got a quick announcement for you, beautiful. Do you wish there was a way to heal from betrayal trauma without having to jump over so many obstacles in your way? Do you wish you knew what some of them were so you could know how to deal with them when they raise their ugly head? Beautiful, I know what it feels like to be blindsided when trying to heal from the devastation of your husband's affair. I know what it feels like as though you'll never really heal and have your life back again. I know what it's like to feel so lost and confused. Imagine if you knew the obstacles you'd be facing while healing from betrayal trauma so you could navigate through them and not have the agony of shutdown stopping you from moving forward. Imagine if you knew how to overcome these obstacles and recover quicker so you could begin to enjoy your life again. That's why I created How to Overcome the Hurdles of Betrayal Trauma. Monday, May 1st, I'll be hosting a live Zoom training event about the top obstacles women face when healing from betrayal trauma, what they are, how they affect you, and how to move through them so you can heal and recover from the devastation of your husband's affair. So if you're ready to discover the hurdles you face when healing from the betrayal, acquire the skills to overcome them, and finally build your confidence so you can enjoy yourself and your life again, then beautiful, register for the event down below in the show notes. And get in early because seats are limited because this is going to be a live Zoom event. Head to www.beautybeyondbetrayal.info to register. And I can't wait to see you there. Welcome back to the show. Let's dive in, shall we? What is betrayal trauma like? How do we know, how do we recognize if we are dealing with this thing called betrayal trauma? Well, it's actually a type of psychological trauma that occurs when you've experienced a betrayal by your husband, someone that you have vowed to before God and friends and family someone you have trusted, relied on for love and support and care and protection, and they have betrayed you at the deepest level. Now, this can come through pornography, an emotional affair, an actual physical sexual affair. Nonetheless, it is caused by various forms of betrayal. And again, infidelity, maybe even lying and deception I can throw in there because that's a part of the whole gamut, right? The lies, the deception, and I think that is what throws us 
for such a loop. Now, we are devastated, to say the least, when we find out that our husband has been involved with another woman, or maybe he's been involved in cyber sex, uh, pornography for years. That in and of itself is shocking, to say the least. But what cuts to the core is when we find out they've been living this secret life, this deception. They have been living under the guise of all of these lies that they've been telling us and our reality of what we thought was actually isn't. So the deception is what really adds so much insult to injury. Betrayal trauma can have a significant impact on your mental health and your well-being. And so it's important, beautiful, to recognize and to be able to address it. So how can you recognize if you're dealing with betrayal trauma? Well, I want to give you some signs and some symptoms that you can look out for. Grab your pen and paper. Yes, get it now. (laughs) Maybe grab a cup of coffee and then have a seat with me. And that way you can take these notes And then you can come back and check this out later on and do yourself assess a little self-assessment, shall you? Okay, grab the pen and paper. Yes. All right, here we go. Number one is you're dealing with intense emotions. You know, beautiful betrayal trauma can trigger strong emotional reactions. I'm talking anger. Now, I know many of you have probably had the gamut of emotions and anger is at the top of the list. We actually get so angry that it's rageful deep within us. And I know for some of us, I'm speaking about myself here, have even crossed over to where we've gotten so angry and the rage has hit us so viciously that we actually even hit our spouse when we found out about the affair. Now, I'm going to be truthful as I always am. I'm very vulnerable, raw and real on this broadcast with you. That's exactly what happened to me. I, when I found out he had dripped some disclosure to me and it had gone from, oh, it was just one kiss to, oh no, it was just an emotional affair to, oh no, we've been sleeping together for two years. That's when the anger took over physically, and it was like an out-of-body experience for me. I caught myself wailing with my fist on him. And of course, he was kind of adding to injury a little bit there, going, yes, beat me, beat me. I deserve it. I deserve it, which made me do it more. Now, physical abuse is not acceptable, okay? It's just not. In any way, shape, or form, we should never reach out and hit someone else, okay? That was wrong of me. I got caught up in the anger. That should never have happened. Um, But like I said, it was kind of like an out-of-body experience. So for me, I recognize, oh my gosh, this has hit me in such a strong way. I've got to step back. I've got to step back away from this because this is harming me as well as now causing me to act out in ways that are just not in character for me. So if you're finding yourself doing that, beautiful, you definitely need to reach out and grab some help from a therapist, a coach, uh, trauma-informed to say the least so that they can help you process this. Some of the other intense emotions you may have are sadness, fear, and confusion. I mean, this definitely sets us in such a catatonic state to where we've been thrown for a loop. Like, we don't know which end's up. 
And you may even feel so overwhelmed by these emotions and you might have even difficulty regulating them. That's normal. Our nervous system gets completely whacked out. It's called nervous system dysregulation. And we're struggling at this point. That's why it's important to monitor your emotions. And when you're recognizing they're getting out of control, make sure you're seeking help. The second one is intrusive thoughts. Now, these are the thoughts that are kind of like the hamster wheel on your mind. They go over and over and over and over again. And they are like a broken record and they won't stop. It's like the movie that never ends, Groundhog Day, over and over and over again. And you may find that your thoughts keep returning to the actual D-Day event. When you found out about the affair, when you approached him and confronted him about the affair when you first found out about her, whatever it is. Even when you try to distract yourself, you're finding that these thoughts are always there. You may also have flashbacks or even nightmares related to the betrayal in and of itself. And so these are considered intrusive thoughts. Now, let me just say this, beautiful. If they are so inundated, that you're doing some of the work, you're really trying to rewire your brain and you are actually in active therapy or coaching and nothing is helping, then you're definitely dealing with a spiritual issue and that also needs to be addressed. So realize it's healing the whole woman, mind, body, and spirit. And while sometimes these intrusive thoughts have been caused by the trauma of the betrayal, Sometimes the enemy comes in and seeks to exacerbate them and add a little fury to the punch. The third one is avoidance. Now, you may try to avoid situations or people that remind you of the betrayal. You may even isolate yourself from others. But beautiful, this is not healthy. This is definitely not healthy when we seek to isolate ourselves, seclude ourselves. We can get very depressed and we can um, begin to shut down and to go into that freeze fawn state. And that's not a good place to be. Many women get stuck here. And so if you're noticing you are avoiding situations and people, it's time to really take note of that. Then there's the fourth one, which is the hypervigilant state. Now, you may be on high alert when you're in this state for signs of further betrayal or danger. It's like your brain and your body are saying, danger, Will Robinson, we're in danger. They're always in that fight or flight mode. And it's like the signals are firing off saying, you know, when's the next shoe going to drop, so to speak. And this can cause you to feel panicked anxious, paranoid, all of those things. And so it's called hypervigilance. You're always in this hyper state, just waiting for something dreadful to happen. And that is exhausting to say the least. And then the fifth one is physical symptoms. Now, this can um, be anything from headaches, stomach aches, fatigue, uh, sleeplessness, um, it can cause you to be very hungry where you're overeating. It can cause your appetite to completely shut down to where you're not eating at all. Oversleeping, undersleeping. Um, you can also have unexplained body aches and pains. Like 
your doctor doesn't even know where they're coming from, right? And these are manifestations within the body due to the trauma that the betrayal has caused you. So those are five signs and symptoms to look out for when you possibly are trying to recognize whether or not you're dealing with betrayal trauma. Now, let me just say this right now before I go on. If you are dealing with any of these beautiful, it is so important to seek support from someone who can help you process your emotions, develop the correct coping strategies and mechanisms um, to start rewiring the brain, to start releasing the trauma from your body, to work towards healing and recovery. And so look for a trauma-informed therapist or counselor or a trauma-informed coach who can help you with this. Okay, so how do you heal from betrayal trauma? I know that's the question next, right? Well, I want to give you um, just a few strategies. Now, I'm going to give you five once again that can be very helpful. And the first one is acknowledge your emotions. Beautiful. You've got to come face to face with them. You have to acknowledge them for what they are. You need to give yourself permission and allow yourself to feel and express your emotions in a safe and healthy way. Don't push them under the rug. Don't avoid them. Don't act like they don't exist. Don't try to outrun them. Don't try to work your way out of them. That's what I tried to do. I became a huge workaholic. Um, no, no, you need to process them. Feeling them, uh, expressing them, working through them, that's healthy. Journaling can help. Um, art therapy, music therapy, dance therapy, somatic techniques, um, NLP, prayer, huge component, right? So all of this will help you to process those emotions. Second one is practice self-care. Now that's not just a mani-pedi. It's not just a massage. It's not just a girl's night out, but it's taking care of yourself physically and emotionally by engaging in activities that actually bring you joy and relaxation. If that's spending time on the beach with your kids, do it. If that's a weekend away by yourself at a retreat, do it. If that's on a cruise with your girlfriends, do it, beautiful. Whatever it is that is an activity that you can engage in that's going to bring you joy and relaxation, do it by all means. It could also include exercise, which is great to release trauma and to help with stress and trauma reduction. Then there's meditation, prayer, spending time in nature. All of this is a part of your self-care. Sometimes it's just hunkering down with a really great book on your couch for the weekend, not even getting out of your jammies, but just taking care of you and just chilling out. Whatever it is, do it for yourself. Number three, set healthy boundaries. Now, listen to me, beautiful. Healthy boundaries are necessary in life, okay? Let me just start there. We all need healthy parameters or boundaries in our life to set the tone for what creates a safe environment for ourselves. 
for what it means for anybody to be in relationship with us. And it's important to establish clear, healthy boundaries with the person who betrayed you so that you can protect yourself from further harm. And this may involve limiting contact with them, maybe even ending the relationship altogether. But the very first step of that is to sit down, assess what you need to feel safe in your life, and then what is required to be in relationship with you. Set those boundaries. And that doesn't mean that you set some boundaries and then you you say, okay, you've betrayed me. So if you do this again or do this again or do this again, you know, this is how it's going to go. No, you set the boundary for yourself. And let me give you a good for instance. If you've been betrayed and he has slept with another woman, let's just call it as it is, then a healthy boundary would be, Um, in order to be in relationship with me, that will never take place again because I will completely walk away from this relationship and will never come back. Like dead hard, non-negotiable, deal breaker boundary. And that is for your protection. Maybe you just decide to walk away. It's up to you, beautiful. This is between you and God and you know by seeking God what is best for you. So set your healthy boundaries and adhere to them. Now, number four is, of course, seek support. Now, this means connecting with supportive friends and family members. I call them safe people who can provide emotional support for you and encouragement as you walk through your healing process. They desire your healing as much, if not more, than you do. They speak life into you. They are going to journey with you all along the way. They are for you. They will call you on the carpet when you need to be called on the carpet, and they allow you to speak into their life the exact same way. Those are your safe people, and those are the people that you want support. You want to rally those people around you so that you can have access to them during this healing journey. And number five is to consider therapy and or coaching, trauma-informed coaching. Now, these can be powerful tools for your healing when it comes to betrayal trauma. Uh, A trauma-informed coach can help you explore your emotions, process them, heal through them. They can help you develop uh, coping strategies, walk you through trauma-releasing somatic exercises, working you through NLP exercises or neuro-linguistic practices to help rewire your brain. You know, Paul talks about in scripture, we are renewed, uh, transformed by the renewing of our minds. Um, someone who's going to pray with you and for you, and they're going to help guide you through rebuilding trust in yourself and others as you heal from betrayal trauma. And a trauma-informed coach would be able to help you with that. So let me wrap this up for you today, beautiful. How do you recognize if you are dealing with betrayal trauma? The first five were intense emotions, intrusive thoughts, 
you're practicing avoidance or isolation, you're in a hypervigilant state, and you're having tons of really bad physical symptoms. And then how do you begin to heal from betrayal trauma? Well, you acknowledge your emotions, you don't deny them, practice self-care daily, set healthy boundaries and adhere to them, seek support from supportive family friends and and friends and family members, and then consider getting together with a trauma-informed coach or counselor. Beautiful, betrayal trauma is very challenging to say the least. And it can have significant impacts on your mental health and your well-being. However, by recognizing the signs and symptoms and seeking support, rallying those around you who can journey with you and having a trauma-informed coach, this will help you to begin to heal and work towards your recovery. And I know that's where you desire to be. So remember this. Healing is a journey. It's not a sprint. It's more like a marathon. It's a journey and it's different for everyone. And it's okay for you to take one step at a time. Just do it for you because you're worth it. Thanks for listening today, beautiful. Hope this helped you. And I can't wait to talk with you again this coming Tuesday. Have a blessed weekend. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.